0: Hey everyone, and welcome to Scrambling with Auto, a podcast where the listeners can hear, learn, and laugh about my life in the golf world and other numerous topics with guests on the show. Tune in every week for insight and enjoy the show. Scrambling with Auto is sponsored by our friends over at Putt View Books. Putt View Books makes yardage and green books that are used by the best junior, college, amateur. And professional golfers in the world, and are designed with the assistance of world-renowned golf coach Phil Kenyon, and can be made for over 30,000 golf courses. The amount of precision that's put into each yardage and green book is impeccable. And Cordy from Golf Science Lab says they're clear, simple, and very useful. If you want a yardage or a green book, head over to their website at putviewbooks.com and check them out on Instagram at putviewbooks. Hello everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Scrambling with Dylan Otto. Wanted to do another update, just kind of on my summer golf. Playing a couple more qualifiers. My dad and I were been playing some uh, in this summer match play at Kings River Country Club. Um, just kind of you know versus people and stuff. Which we just got back from. Um, we played two matches in one day, uh, thirty six holes. Not too bad for myself, um, but for for pops, it's uh, thirty six holes is a bit maybe a bit of a stretch for him um, playing. But at least we're in carts and stuff. So. Um, kind of just want to start off with that. Um, it's just it, just a little little thing that we play in um, it's within the golf course at Kings River. um we're in first flight um, with all the the most of the you know, pretty good players and um it's all handicapped and stuff so my dad is a eight handicap for it. I'm a plus two handicap and so we played two guys uh two we played two different matches today. first match was um it, we played it at around 11, 11 And um, it it was great. It was just a blast. There's no better feeling than competing in. Um, It's nice playing at your home course, obviously, because you know it so well. But these other people that we're playing against as well, it's also their home course. So um, it's always it's going to be a battle for sure. So luckily, we got that first match in there. Um, We came off kind of Kind of flat, I would say, in the beginning, but um we ham and egged that first match really well. We just whenever I was kind of out of it, or my dad had a stroke or something, or the other guys had a stroke, my dad kind of came through. Um luckily we won uh, we won two uh two up. We were one up going into the 18th hole. Um, but it was a battle. Um, it was just a battle and stuff. So um, but the second match was super fun. It was like back and forth. We were either one up or even, one up or even and we played that one at about 4:30 or so so we just hung out at the golf course and uh, just kind of ate a little ate a little something and um that was like i said that was a back and forth match it was a putt off um they they got they got a couple strokes they were in the second match they were a zero handicap and a two handicap so they got two extra because they were spinning off of me so um it was a battle though front nine not too much going on i you know a couple birdies were made between uh, myself and um, one of the other guys on the other team that's a really solid player. Um, my dad made a great birdie with a stroke on one of the holes, which was huge to kind of you know get us ahead of that one, one up. But like I said, it was just back and forth, back and forth on the front nine. On hole 10, it was one up. And then we got back, we won, we won a hole. And then for the rest of the match, it was even. I mean, it was battling back and forth. Birdies were made in 15th hole. I, I dropped a birdie putt. The other guy dropped a birdie putt it was a battle back and forth all day. So um, luckily we were able to, uh, I was able to make a really clutch putt on 17 to go two up on the match and semi seal the deal there. So that was uh that was pretty nice. So, um, but it was a good day with that summer match play has been great. We have two more matches still left. Hopefully if we um, get enough points and everything, we'll move on to the next round and we'll play the other flights and everything, which will be really interesting because um, with being, We're playing against such low handicappers already. Um, If we go play different flights and stuff, it's only going to be people with more strokes and everything. So it's going to be a little harder, but um, I'm always we're always up for the challenge and stuff. And it's always fun to be partners with my dad and stuff like this. And um, obviously, if you can play golf, that definitely helps as well. So um, but when you get into the qualifiers here a little bit, I played in a USM qualifier at Dragonfly a few weeks ago. And what a day it was it was hot and obviously we're being living in the central valley that's you know not out of the norm or anything but you know 36 whole day dragonfly um it was uh, it was definitely a long day those are the long long days everybody a lot of people say or people call the sectionals for the US Open the longest day in golf well this is the longest day of golfing for amateurs <laughs> it was uh but it was fun though had had my dad on the bag and You know, I hit the ball. It was probably the best I've hit the ball in a long time. But I could not putt to save my life. I mean, I just could not make a birdie. The only birdies I made were getting on and two on the par fives and two putting. And um, so it was just really disappointing. I only, I hit, or I missed two fairways all day. I hit 30 of 36 greens. And I shot, I shot two under the first round. It was par 73. And then I shot three over. The second round and it was just did not make any putts but all throughout the day though I just felt so like whatever demanded of the shot or or whatever kind of shot shape we were hitting and stuff it was just like I I felt like I had it it was it was great I hit it really well and um their only thing I will say though is it kind of got a little slow like slow play out there it was um it kind of got bunched up a little bit in the second 18. And so you're kind of waiting and you're already kind of tired, but that's just kind of all the stuff that you have to fight through and everybody else is playing in it as well. So, um, but um, you know, luckily I've shot shot, like I said, shot 200 in the first round, three over one over for 36 holes, obviously, you know, we're near the cut line, but the cut line was, was like 15 under, I mean 15 under for 36 holes. It was just a birdie fest. And luckily podcast alum, Owen Averett just, lit it up and was one of the guys that advanced to the USAM and uh, it was just hats off to him it was really great to see him and it was kind of weird because I was like well why why are you coming to the, you know here because he's from Arroyo Grande I know it's you know semi-close but he said it was the only California USAM qualifier that he could make to um, so that's why he was there so but congratulations to him and I'm looking forward to seeing him you know play at the USAM and just tear it up. He had a really good run last year and played solid and stuff. So I'm looking. I'm I'm sure he's looking forward to getting back there and just tearing it up again. So, um, but it was great though. Like I said, playing USAM qualifier. It's always fun to get out there and just like I said, that feeling of competition golf is just. It's nothing. And you don't. You don't. You just don't get anywhere else. Like whenever you're playing a round for fun or if you're trying to remake a situation, it's just tough. It's tough to remake that situation when you've been in it and you're playing competition and stuff. So, but it was really fun. It was um had my down the bag once again and just had a great time out there. Wish I would have put it better, though. That's that was the thing that was holding me back because I was striping it off the T box. Like I said, 30 for 36 greens. Just could not put, I probably had five three putts, six three putts, maybe. Just horrific golf. But um, it was fine though. It was a lot of positives and that's what we're looking at is the positives here and obviously you want to look at the negatives to see what we what i need to improve on and everything but um putting has always been something that i just i've never made a lot of putts i've made a lot of pars that's kind of my game i feel like um but on the days that when i am making putts that it 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 can be pretty low because i hit a lot of i hit a lot of greens um so that was kind of the the case for the USM qualifier, at least. But like I said, it was, it was really fun being out there and stuff. My next qualifier was the NCJAM qualifier at Ansel Hoffman, um, Sacramento area. Last year, I qualified at Hagen Oaks, shot two under, made it through easy breezy. It was fine. Um, this year, they weren't hosting it at Hagen Oaks. They had it at Ansel Hoffman, which um, it is a golf course I had played before. Once I played just some... Um, Uh, some amateur tournament back when I was in college there one summer. And so I was able to have an idea of the golf course. We did not get a practice round just because we thought, you know, we played two tournament rounds there and a practice round. So we kind of had an idea of the golf course. And so we drove up the day before, just kind of hung out, got acclimated. had We stayed in Folsom, gorgeous area in Folsom, by the way. And uh, next morning, woke up, we had a 8.50 tee time. Rolled up, just kind of went went about um, normal practicing, get um, get to the range straight away, putt, boomer off to the first tee. And just course conditions were, uh, they were a little rough, I would say, because uh, I hit some shots that were in the fairways that were kind of in some patchy dirt area, which was very, uh, very interesting. And actually, one of the guys that was in my group that I was playing with he was saying, I guess they had been watering the course a lot and trying to kind of protect it from the heat that Sacramento was getting. So there was a couple burn areas that were just, um, that were kind of rough, but it was weird because there were, there was dirt areas, but yet it was so wet. So, um, it it was very interesting, but obviously everybody's playing in it. You know, you can't just, you know, complaining about, it's not going to be anything. So, um, luckily we are able to um, everybody was kind of playing it and everything. So, um, just my stats for that. That was an 18 hole qualifier. Once again, NCGA AM qualifier. Um, stats were nine for 14 fairways, 30 putts, 12 at 18 greens. Scrambling was four out of six, 67%. Shot 73, though. Once again, I mean, hit a lot of fairways, hit, you know, a fair amount of greens, 12, 12 of 18. I feel like is kind of low for me. I feel like I probably average about a little higher than that. I would say, I feel like I hit more greens than that. Um, so, but luckily, I mean, four for six on scrambling 67% is great because back when I was at Reedley, my really college days, I think I was like 33% on scrambling. It was horrific. So the, the the short game has definitely come a long ways and it definitely kind of, it, it helped save the round, of course, but um putting was once again just a struggle. 30 putts. Um, I was not hitting very good shots into greens, I feel like. Um the fairways they were kind of thicker. So there was some where you catch flyers and you're kind of like, Well, I'm in the middle of the fairway. It, it was so it was a little weird. So it was it was something you had to adjust and think about a little bit with club selection instead of just straight away grabbing a club. Yep, this is the club, whereas you had to kind of think, all right. This might fly a few yards further. Do you think maybe we could go up or down a club? So definitely had to think about that. And um, but once again, I the driver has just been so good. I hit a ton, ton of fairways. It was kind of rough early on. The fairways that I missed were um, pretty early on. I think. Well, the first fairway, um, I just hit a hybrid down there. Um, par five was fine, and then after that, it was kind of a struggle. I don't know why there was a stretch of holes where it was just. I was, it was either, it was either just in the rough or it was in the fairway. So, I mean, it was close, but still it was really juicy rough because like I said, they had so much water on that golf course. Uh, even the fairways were a little thick even so, but once again, uh, 73, it's, it was a boring day of golf. I had two bogeys, one birdie and the rest pars, like 15 pars. It was just super, super boring golf, but Hey, that's fine. Not complaining about boring golf. Um, Fortunately, we were able to get through that tournament through the qualifier. The number to get in was, um, I believe it was 75 or it was 75 or 76. So fortunate enough to be able to get through and go to Spyglass. Really looking forward to that tournament. We played in it last year. My dad and I, we had no idea what we were getting into. Never seen Spyglass in my life. So really looking forward to kind of getting back there and having a better understanding and better idea of the golf course. And also, Just my game is in a lot better place. Um, I feel like I've been playing some really solid golf lately. It's right there, I feel like. I just need to make some more putts is all. Um, Which, uh, luckily in our matches today, I was able to make a fair amount of putts shot. Um, We ended up finishing. We were finishing our rounds. I shot 67-68, obviously, at my home golf course. So, I'm not... You know that's that I, I should be shooting those scores at my home course. So, but yeah, really looking forward to Spyglass. Something that I really want to pay attention to going into that tournament. Like I said, my game is in a better position in a better spot. When we were there last year, I had just I had a actually a totally different bag. My my clubs were totally different. Um, I had a four twenty five driver. It was the G Max. It wasn't even a low spin head. And now I have a 430 low spin head. That's just a lot, obviously, lower, low spin head, um, of course. (laughs) Um, But that has just been a game changer, total game changer. Um, Irons have been total game changers. Well, I had these um, ping 210s. They were great irons, really forgiving. They were a cast iron. So it was um, ball flight just went higher and the spin rate was a lot higher. So whenever we were in in the wind at Spyglass, it was just like, kind of ballooning shots, even though I, I really love playing in wind. I love flying the ball down. I learned to flight the ball down. Um, But with the pink two tens, it was just a lot harder to flight them down. So now we have Mizuno pro irons in the bag. Um, Love those things. Those things are so good. And I've just, I hit the long irons really, really well. And the knockdown shots are just way, way lower. Spin read is way lower. Um, Really love that. Really like that. So um, and also got some new, have new wedges. Um, I was a big high toe guy, always had high toes since I was in Reedley all the way to uh, my time at Sonoma state. Even, even after I graduated, I was thinking, man, I should probably, maybe I'll, I'll just get some more high toes, need some new wedges. But I thought, you know what, let's change it up. Let's get some Vokies. I've been fortunate enough to meet, uh, Bob Vokey himself. And um, when back when I was living in San Diego, we grabbed lunch and, you know, it's really cool to just kind of hear his story and just hear everything that he's done with uh, with tideless wedges I think that was the coolest thing whenever I was talking with him was he was telling me you know everybody says what's it like having you know a line of wedges what's it like having the Voki wedges and this and that and he he tells people they're tideless wedges they just have my name on it is all so I was just like you know what I'm going to give me some vokies cuz I'm going to support this guy 100% man. I Bob is such a nice guy and been fortunate to kind of go back and forth texting with him and stuff. He is such a nice guy. So got the vokies in the bag. 50 degree F grind, 56 degree M grind and a 60 degree T grind. That 60 degree T grind has been a game changer. Low bounce, just the soul of the club. It's just so nice. It cuts through anything, even if you're in the bunker and there's no sand in there. It just it's so good. If anybody is out there that has you know a, a solid short game or something, definitely get a T-grind, Tideless 60 degree T-grind. It's awesome. Um if you're kind of newer to chipping, I would um maybe go to the M grind because the M grind's a little more forgiving cuz the 60 degree if you don't if you if you don't clip it just right, you I could see where you could easily chunk it. Um definitely kind of be aware of that, but man that 60 degree T-grind has been so nice and I don't know, it's just been able to get the spin the ball a lot more and I don't know, I just have a lot more confidence in my short game. So really looking forward to that, especially at spyglass because around those greens, the grass, it's some, it's, and it's a little damp out there too. So, but really looking forward to it because it'll be cooler weather, a little uh, obviously more wind in the Valley because there's hardly any wind in the Valley, which um, I'm looking forward to those irons, Mizuno irons are that's what I feel like they're made for. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to that. We're not going to get practice or anything because it is dumb expensive. I don't even think my buddy, one of my buddies, Xavier, said it was about like four hundred dollars or something to play practice round. So that will definitely not be happening. And um, actually, the day before, uh, we're uh, we're going to drive up or we're going to drive up late because I will be out of town in Huntington Beach for a little vacation, which will be great with the family. And um, yeah, we're looking to get in a spyglass. And like I said, I feel like my game is in a better spot than it was last year. And I've been grinding a lot. I've been playing a lot more since, um, you know, moving back home and joining Kings River. So I'm just really looking forward to getting after it, really just trying to play, you know, better than I did last year. And I mean, geez, it'd be great to make match play. But if not, you know, we're just happy to be there. Get out of the heat, especially in the Valley, because the Valley, it's been pretty hot, like traditional summers are. So we're looking forward to getting to Spyglass and, you know, it being 63 degrees and just looking forward to that. Love playing golf in a hoodie and everything, maybe some pants and stuff. So, yeah, we're looking forward to that. But um, after the NCJ Amateur, um, I will have a couple more tournaments. I'm going to play some stuff at Kings River, my home course. Um, They have this tournament called the Kings River Cup, which is kind of like a Ryder Cup theme thing. And um, that it's been my first time playing it because I'm now I'm a member as well as the club championship. I don't know why that's been a big tournament that I wanted to play in. Um, whenever I was under my dad's membership, I wasn't the member. So I couldn't play. I was just, um, I could play in the Kings River open, which was open to the public. That's the only reason why I could play in it, but um, they don't have the Kings River open this year. Unfortunately, they canceled it due to just kind of with the flood and everything that could have potentially happened, but luckily it did not. Our golf course has uh, been open and it's been great. So, um but yeah looking forward to the rest of those tournaments after that that'll be kind of the wrap of summer golf it's so fun to get out and compete though because i do miss um that that competition feeling like i said because you're teeing it up and it means something instead of just going out you know with the buddies on the weekend and just kind of you know just not slapping it around because i'm way too competitive to just slap it around obviously you want to have those days but it is fun going out and being competitive with people and just seeing how you stack up against somebody else. So, um, looking forward to that. Looking forward to the rest of the summer golf. And starting about late August is when college season will start up. Uh, we'll be going to more tournaments, doing some photography work, kind of been in contact with some coaches a little bit. And just really looking forward to getting that going because, like I said, that is something that I, re- I truly have a passion for and traveling with teams and going to tournaments, taking pictures with teams, working with players. It's just. It's so much fun. It, it really is so much fun. Like, like Luke Gifford, podcast alum, played at USF, played at Pepperdine. Did a lot, I do a lot of work for Pepperdine. And um, he turned pro, is going to be going to Q School, Corn Fairy Tour in Georgia, and going to be on the back for him. Uh, we're f- flying out over there, going to fly to Florida, going to ride over with him to Georgia. That is going to be such a fun experience being on the back for Gifford and uh, just seeing what a Q School is all about. Like, I personally will never play professional golf because I just—it's simply nothing I want to do. But it'll be cool to be on the bag and just seeing how he goes about his business and just helping him all I can, helping him all I can, trying to get trying to get the best numbers and um, just seeing how we stack up. Who knows? I mean, Luke is definitely more than capable of getting sass on corn fairy tour. So, I mean, I'm really hoping that, that he does the best he can. And I know it's going to be a ton of fun being with him. So once again, I'm just looking forward to, you know, it, it's been so cool getting to know these players and with these teams and coaches and these people, like the podcast, I never would have met Bob Vokey if it wasn't for the podcast, because the person that was cutting my hair when I was in San Diego cut his hair and he told him about it and this and that. And you know, one thing led to another and it was just really cool. Like I I just, Bob is such a nice guy working with Pepperdine, you know, coach Beard, coach Beard and coach Zambri are such great people. That team is so awesome. And, you know, being able to be, uh, being able to go caddy for Luke Gifford and stuff like that's, it's going to be so much fun. It's so cool getting to know these people. And not only that, but I mean, the women's side as well, you know, seeing their journeys and um and whenever I was chatting for my buddy at sectionals u s. Open qualifying at Hillcrest Country Club, saw Brianna So I was able to you know just chat it up with her because you know, met her had her on the podcast and just be able to see how she's doing. So you know this whole journey and everything has been um it's been so much fun, and I truly have a passion for this golf media stuff, and I really, really am going to do everything I can to make this a full time thing. Uh, this is almost everything that I do nowadays, and so just really looking forward to seeing where this journey goes. But once again, just wanted to update y'all on just the the uh, the summer golf and just hop on here and talk about my game and just what I'm thinking, what scores I'm shooting, what tournaments I'm playing in. If it helps anybody at all, and it's always fun to kind of hear what um, you know people are going through during their rounds and stuff. So, but as well as looking forward to the college season starting and getting back out there, taking some photos, doing some work for teams and stuff, because it's just so much fun so much fun going to tournaments and going to some really cool golf courses and stuff. So, but yeah, so that'll wrap up this week's episode of scrambling with Dylan auto. Really looking forward to these next few weeks. going to be a lot of fun and we'll update y'all after the NCJ amateur and the, in the future tournaments. So have a good one, everybody. Hey everyone. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of scrambling with Dylan auto. Just want to let you guys know, I create an Instagram for the podcast called Scrambling Podcast. You can head over there, follow for updates on the episodes, as well as material that I'll be talking about in the episodes, like videos or photos, so you can check them out there and get a little more insight on the episodes. Thanks again for listening and have a good one.